Welcome to the Truth CSGO Podcast, episode 129. Today we're talking all things Greyhound with Declan Portelli, aka Vexite, at IEM Sydney 2023. Hey guys, this is Electro. Hey guys, I'm Guardian. This is Daps. This is Nico. This is Nifty. This is Chris J. This is Fair. Godzilla. Flusher. Uh, this is Kerrigan, and you listen to the Truth. The Truth. The Truth. The Truth. The Truth. The Truth CSGO Podcast. The Truth CSGO Podcast. The Truth CSGO Podcast. Uh, this is Rops, and you're listening to the Truth CSGO Podcast. Greyhound made it to the groups via the local qualification, but couldn't crest the stage, tumbling to G2 and then Monty. I hadn't spoken of Excite since Paris, so we had a good chin wag at the media room about why the hell Greyhound still doesn't have a coach. He has a good answer for this, actually. Uh, how he feels about CS2 and the way Valve is handling the new game. And finally, what Greyhound plans to do now that the ESL ANZ Championships will be ending in November, leaving a gaping hole of professional tournaments in the calendar. So why do you guys still not have a coach? Yeah, so uh, something's actually could be happening with that. We don't know. You never, you never know. Something could be happening with that. But um, now nah, we're in talks with some people and we're looking to get something sorted. And hopefully before the next event, which I believe is the RMR, uh, we're ready and we're like we've practiced with this person. Like no one's actually set in stone yet. No one's signed, but we're talking to people and we're hoping by the RMR. That will be practiced and can you at least tell me if they are australasian or european no i can't say that either but it's definitely someone we respect someone we're looking forward to working with we don't actually know exactly who the person is we're talking to a few people so it could be anyone you know what I mean? but it's good it's change i think change is important it's definitely what we need right now and obviously we don't want to make a player change because we like believe in this roster but uh yeah personally um i'm not even sure if everyone feels this way but i think a change is necessary for sure it's also part of it's partly like we found someone we want do you know what I mean? That's not just like, I'm sure if we all came to Mr. Grand and we're like, all right, listen, like this person is going to help us, they're going to get us over the line, that's what we need, then he'd do it, you know? Because he cares about the team and he cares about success. How are you finding CS2? I don't know, just not too like comfortable yet, I guess. Like I haven't really found my my way of playing, I guess, in CS2, my play style. Like I don't really know. I think it changes the way people have to play, like the way the game's played. Well, I know people might think I'm like super aggressive and super like um, getting in there, but a lot of my... T- oh, I don't want to become a nerd about this, but a lot of my T-sided like, plays are based on util and timings and sound. Those three things are really important for the way I play. It's mainly team utility. Like If we're missing our nades, which obviously is going to happen because it's a different tick rate. Yeah, And on top of that, like people's focus are a bit split because they're trying to focus on their own individual a bit more as well. So if nades are missing, I'm most of the time going to get hop at the most because I'm entering. And then if... <coughs> um, obviously, if the sound's bad, I can't even hear what people are and stuff. They're pre-aim. So it's like, I don't know. My, my role kind of gets ruined a bit on T-side, and I just uh, have to adjust to that and find my way back in there, you know what I'm saying? Mm. So, yeah. And on CD side, I'm actually not too aggressive at all. I think that's, like, a misconception of, like, people the way people think I play. But I'm, like, pretty um, pretty passive, and I just try to talk a lot and organise setups within the team. Our CD sides are much worse because the... Um, we, we think the game is just T-sided right now, like, in the terms of the way it's played. I mean, you've watched every scoreline. Like, it's just uh, how it is. And it's just classic Greyhound fashion. If one side's good, the other side's worse. It's just how it is. The city sides were always good previously. It was like our comeback side, and then the game changes. It just swapped completely. T sides are better, city sides suck. But we're going to try to fix it, and hopefully a coach can help that. How was the fallout from your stoush with Thorin? I noticed you haven't tweeted since then. Oh, nah, I didn't, I didn't care at all, honestly. Nah, that shit didn't bother me at all. <laughs> nah, I like Twitter. I like um, social media and stuff, but I just don't like 
I don't know, tweeting, I don't have much to tweet about, you know, my life, I'm just chilling, just playing CS, and, like, we're losing most of the time, so, like, what are we going to tweet about our losses all the time, it's kind of sad. Um, I do want to start streaming, though, so I'm excited to do that, yeah, hopefully get that going. I was doing it a little bit before a boot camp, and then once we got on the boot camp, I lost my routine, and then, yeah, I'm trying to get that sorted, but hopefully streaming um, throughout the play break and throughout everything, yeah. People do enjoy watching the stream as well. Like, I never really realised how many people did enjoy it. And it was, like, 15, 20 people or 30 people, I don't know. People actually enjoy just, like, sitting in there and watching me play. I think because I'm a bit younger as well. Um, people just, like, I don't know, like, maybe my aim or how I'm kind of flicky. I feel like a lot of people like that. But, um, yeah, I don't know. It's also just fun. I enjoy talking to Switch Chat. I enjoy talking to people. I'm a talker. <laughs> With the increased importance of pistol rounds in CS2, did you prepare any pistol rounds specifically for this tournament? Nah, I mean, we did have some aggressive pistols, which I think is still the meta right now. Like, I think everyone's playing aggressive pistols because holding angles is just pretty much fucking impossible. Um, but, nah, we didn't really have, like, a big team discussion about it. We sort of just, like, I guess just copied pro pistols, like other teams' pistols, and didn't go very well. Like, it was, we had, like, I think we lost four or something i don't even know we lost three or four i don't know we won one that's all i know so yeah and then we lost the round after that so we didn't even really win the pistol what do you think of how valve is dealing with cs2 i mean i just say how they're going against the community everything the community's done i feel like they're just going the opposite direction like with the alias binds and everything that like they're trying to make the game a certain way and instead of valve like trying to fix or trying to implement what the community's done they just pretty much sit on it and then throw something else like another problem out there for people to fix and it's just i don't know I find it kind of sad, to be honest, but hopefully, and I am optimistic, it'll be a much better game in the next year. I don't think people will even be talking about CSGO in the next year. ESL ANZ Championships, they're coming to an end in November. What's going to happen then? It can't just be busting through to the group stage at EPL every six months. <clears throat> do you guys have anything in place for when that ends? Well, at the end of the day, like we're just trying to make do of what we've got, and I think... I think that's why we're going to coach, you know, to make every, make do of the of the time we have in Australia and be more disciplined and be more hard on ourselves. <clears throat> I think we're we got to play a lot. Do you know, it's a new game, and I think we're still got to play way more than what we do. And it kind of showed this event, like um, individuals, including myself, aren't really performing. And I'm not saying I haven't played the game; I've been grinding pretty hard. But we just have to play more and harder during the play break. Um, yeah, and that's about it. Theory crafting, I think, as well. A lot of theory crafting before the RMR, because RMR is going to be really important for us. It's always been really important for Australia. My impression wasn't that you guys weren't playing enough for this event, but that you crumbled under the spotlight. Well, we had some tech issues before, like a week and a half, pretty much for two weeks before this event with um, Simon's PC, Sicko's PC. So our team practice, like we didn't really team practice that much. We had like five days or four days of full practice probably. He just had some tech CS2 issue. I don't even know what it was. It was weird. It was only on CS2 though, and he just kept stuttering. I mean, he ended up buying a new PC. I don't want to claim it, but I told him to reformat his PC ages ago, and... He didn't do it. He was like, it's not going to fix it, bro. And then he reformatted it, and it fixed after he bought a new PC as well. Yeah. But yeah, anyways, I think team practice and theory crafting is going to be like our main things leading into the RMR, and hopefully we're just going to show a new Greyhound with the new coach as well. How many days of the year do you actually have to spend in Australia to qualify for the Oceanic slot at the Major? I don't, I don't think it matters. I think it's... I think this is Australia. We're Australian core. Cool. I think it's... Uh, well, to be fair, like, shin days is pretty important. Like, do you know what shin days are? Well, it's like, I'm pretty sure I could be really wrong on this. I don't know the exact number, but I'm pretty sure Australians only have like 120 or 140 days overseas, like each year. Are you talking about the Schengen area 
and the 90-day limit that Australians can have there. I think there are some European countries that are not in the Schengen area, like Serbia. I think we've had this we've had this chat before, but I'm honestly the worst person to ask. Like, it's definitely more of like, yeah, I definitely missed the grants for the best person to ask for that. But it's also just like financially, I don't know how good it is as well, like for everyone. Yeah, cheers, mate. It's been nice talking to you again. Well, I want to jump in here just before the end of this uh, to say that I had uh, I had tried to talk to uh, Mr. Greyhound, Mr. William Gray, at the end of this tournament. In fact, I've tried to talk to him <laughs> quite a few tournaments now. He's an elusive uh, guy. He's a slippery guy. Uh, <laughs> he's a lovely guy, but he's a little camera shy, um, or mic shy, I should say. Um <laughs> I actually interviewed his mother at the first IEM Sydney, quite um, unexpectedly. Um, but I'm doing my best to get some rock-hard answers on this team. <laughs> he said he might have a chat after they get a coach, so who knows? We'll see. I'm not holding my breath. <laughs> anyway, enjoy the game. <laughs> 